Social media is buzzing with those who call themselves influencers. Influencers often attract followers by drawing attention by what they do, where they visit, and ultimately themselves. Join the Care Pastors in this five-week series entitled Influencers, where they will discuss how to be an influencer not for yourself, but for God and His kingdom. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Care Ministries podcast at Brookwood Church. I'm Gene Beckner, the Care Pastor, and uh, we're here with the same crew as we were last week. Josh Masters, Associate Care Pastor. Hey, everyone. And uh, Doug Wildman, Associate Care Pastor. Yeah, hello there. And Magical Marissa. You like that? Oh, at the that's helm. a good one. Magical Marissa. <laughs> it caused a smile. There we go. Yeah. So uh, That's very professional because many podcasts, the producers have like a nickname. nickname? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's hers. Yeah, magical Marissa. Because if you listen to week one, helm? that was definitely magic to make it sound <laughs> yeah. that good. Yeah, we... Because we don't sound that we good. We said nothing intelligent and somehow Marissa... I know. ...glued it all Isn't together. That amazing? <laughs> With Weird. Marissa dust, sprinkled Marissa, Marissa dust over it. And <laughs> Marissa and dust. Is that like a Tinkerbell reference yes. or something? Yeah, it okay. Is. But it's better. It's but better. better much Tinkerbell. better. Okay. That's awesome. Much better. So we're actually gonna do a podcast on uh influencers, right? We're gonna yep. we're gonna try to focus now. It's a little tough, but we're gonna do it. And uh, so this is week two and uh, it's a five week uh series. Again, if you haven't listened to week one. Uh, I would recommend that you do that first before um, you jump into this one. And today we're going to talk about using what you have or use what you have. And I think, you know, even our discussion before we came in here today, um, this idea that you have to have uh, like a perfect life or you have to have a lot of resources in order to be an influencer. And that's just not true. Um, you know, and Josh, I know you're going to talk about this as well, you know, that sometimes our weaknesses and our failures are actually things that help us um, influence others in a good way because we get to talk about kind of what we learned as a result of those failures or as a result of that pain or, or those, um, you know, maybe maybe we made poor choices, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, what were the consequences of that? And then to help someone maybe not go down that road. Um, you have to you have to not hide those weaknesses yeah. to be. I think Rick Warren said, at some point you have to decide whether you want to impress people or influence people. Mm-hmm. So you have to reveal who you really are to influence. That's good. Someone. And, and you know, that kind of hits on this idea that that... The, the term influencers, the way it's used in social media a lot, is exactly what you just said. It's to impress. Right. And so they gather followers because they got a good show versus when we look at Jesus as the example, you know, during the time he was on earth, what, I mean, what do you have, 12? You know, I mean, he had a lot of people following him, but he really, he just had a, a tight knit group mm-hmm. and they were unremarkable And his closest at the group time. was really only three. Yeah. Right. So, and he's a, and, and we have several examples where he is involved in highlighting to us, I think, this idea of, hey, you start where you are, which we talked about last week, but then use what you have. And so we're going to talk about three concepts here about using your time, uh, using your talent, and using your treasure. And, you know, 
If you've been in the church world, you've probably heard those three phrases go together a lot. And we're going to kind of unpack those and we're going to give several examples. But we want to say from the start that they're going to kind of overlap one another. So we're we're going to be talking about them, but we're not necessarily saying they only fit in one. Right. But we're going to show how um, they do fit into those categories. So the first one we talked about was was time. And um, we came back to this, uh, the, the story of the loaves and the fish, mm-hmm. and it's in John 6 as well as Matthew 14. And so Jesus has been teaching all day, and the disciples, in one of their less stellar moments, come to Jesus and say, hey. One of their many less stellar yeah, moments. <laughs> come to Jesus and say, hey, um, you know, these people need food. Uh, we've been out here all day, and we need to send them away because, you know, they got to eat. You know, and then like Josh said before, Jesus said, "We'll feed them," and they're like, "Well, we can't do anything." Yeah, there's no right? Publix. Yeah, it's we don't miles away. We don't have anything. Yeah, and you know, they find the young boy who has some loaves of bread and has some fish, and you know, Jesus breaks it, he blesses it, and the next thing you know, over five thousand people or more are being fed, and then there's bushels left over of of uh, you know fish and bread. But I think what's important there, and I think Doug's going to highlight this, is that, well, I think what Jesus, one of the things Jesus was trying to teach was, you know, what looks impossible to man is not impossible with God. So take some more time mm-hmm. in caring for those that are around you. And so this young boy, you know, is a part of the story. But I think he was trying to teach the disciples is, you know, don't be so quick to shut it down. You know, take a little bit of extra time because you never know what's going to happen in those moments. And, and Doug, I liked what you said before we came in here, um, specifically for your situation, is is that your time is precious to you. Oh man, I think of all of those those three things. Um, time is the thing that I have the least because uh, you have ninety seven <laughs> children. That's exactly right. So, yeah. so I try to make the most of of every opportunity that I that I have. Um, you know, one thing to be thinking about is how am I spending that little bit of time that I do have? Mm-hmm. You know, um, God wants to use that for influence. Um, that's not to say that some of us may need to do some adjusting. I think that's true in my mm-hmm. case. I need mm-hmm. to kind of adjust the way that I'm going about things so that I can have more time available to be of more influence. But uh, what do we usually do when we have extra time? We just go onto social media or we, we do something else. Or Netflix. Or Netflix or some other way that and I I'm not saying that, that God is a is a killjoy, you know, that he's out there wanting to, you know, wanting you to not have any downtime at all. But it's a question we need to we need to take account of, you know. Um how am I using my time, and is that time being used for the the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know what you were illustrating, Gene, the idea that the disciples thought it was the end of the day, like, okay, mm-hmm. we've done enough for today. Yes. And Jesus was like, mm, we've got a little more time. Yeah. We can feed these people, and I think that we, you know, one of the things I love about <laughs> these first two episodes is the idea of start where you are and use what you have takes away any excuse mm-hmm. to say, I'm, I'm not ready to influence people. Well, mm-hmm. are you somewhere? Yes. <laughs> Do you yeah. have anything? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. then you're ready. So yeah. I think that when we look at loaves and fishes, we focus on the miracle, 
because that's miraculous. Right. But we're in the same circumstance. God will provide the miracle, Mm -hmm. but he allowed the young boy to provide in the miracle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he had the disciples do the work. Yep. Right? So don't look at the loaves and fishes and say, well, that doesn't apply to me because I can't multiply loaves and fishes. I can't make something out of nothing. That's not the point of the story. Right. The point of the story is the disciples were like, we're done with these people (laughs) and we can't meet their needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is like, I'll provide, but you put in the time to meet their needs. Right. And we're going to use this little boy to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that kind of came to mind, too, is that a lot of the time we think of time as being my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, this, this is my time. But, you know, whether we're talking about time, talents, or treasure, it's actually God's. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he's given it to us. Yes. Um, he's entrusted it to us um, for influence. And so um, when it really comes down to it, uh, we have to get out of this mindset that this is my money, my time. This mm-hmm. is this is how I want to contribute. It's not really about you. Um, you know, if you are a follower of Christ, you know, all of all of who you are and what you have belongs to Him, and He's He's entrusted it to us. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of uh, what the parable of the talents is all about as well. You know, and I think you can. A simple thing that you can do is just ask God. I mean, if you find yourself with a little bit of time, you know, God, what do you, what would you like for me to do with this time? You know, like, I mean, think about how you feel when someone just texts you to say, hey, I, I was praying for you, or I was thinking about you, or I was checking up on you. Um, you know, that, that takes hardly any time, but it could have an eternal impact, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you sent a text or an email or a phone call or something and, and saying, hey, I was just calling to check on you. And the person's like, you know, I'm really glad that you called. Yeah. I'm really glad you sent the text because mm-hmm. I'm struggling or something's, you know, uh, going wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I have people in my life that seem to instinctively know, but it's really coming from the spirit, that they always text me something encouraging when I'm in the like worst possible awesome. mood. And I'm like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And they hadn't talked to me that day. So another thing is to pay attention to those promptings. Yes. When you feel like, hey, I should, I should text Gene. Mm-hmm. Like, text Gene. Yes. Don't be like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, because we're not promised. Because we're not promised tomorrow. Right. Thus the time. Yeah. So the second one that we were talking about was, was talent. And Doug was kind of starting to allude to it, the, the parable of the talents. Um, in Matthew 25, and Josh, I think you're going to kind of unpack that one for us. Yeah, so that's not something that actually happened. Obviously, the loaves and fishes were a real event, Mm -hmm. but the talents is a parable that Jesus told. It was an example that he gave um, to describe the kingdom, and the sense is that there's these three servants that the master gives talents to. Now, don't get confused by that. That's actually a, a type of money. Right. But it can be really applied to like anything God gives you, whether it's a talent or money or wh- whatever, whatever, whatever God gives yeah. you. Um, but in this case, when it says talents, it means like a bag money. of money. Yeah. yeah. And so he gives one servant five bags of money and another servant two bags and, and another servant one bag. And he says, you know, be, be fruitful, basically. And the master goes away. And when he comes back, 
The guy who had five talents had doubled it. The guy who had two talents had doubled it. And the guy who had one talent was like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. I don't really want to step out, so I'm just going to bury it. So he literally buried it mm -hmm. and did nothing with it. And when the master returns, he, ex he, he builds up and he praises the one who doubled the five mm -hmm. and gave back 10. And he gives the same praise to the one who only had two mm -hmm. and only made two. So it's not about the quantity. Right. It's about you being fruitful with what God gave you. Yeah. But the one servant who did nothing is called a wicked, wicked. servant. Yep. Mm. Now, he didn't lose what God gave him, what the master gave him. He gave him back exactly what he had been given. Mm -hmm. And the master said, no, not good enough. You squandered it. I gave you the opportunity. And you know that speaks to time, too, because we have a limited amount of time. God gives us a certain amount of time mm -hmm. on, on this planet mm -hmm. until we die or until he returns to be fruitful f with what he's given us. Right. And many times we squander it. Many yeah. times we squander it. Yeah, in, in the parable of the talents, uh, the reason why he did that too is kind of interesting. It was because mm -hmm. of fear. It was kind of like holding back. Yeah, the, the wicked servant. Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. fearful. Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, we're talking about being an influencer. Many people don't want to be an influencer because they're afraid. Yeah. You know, they have that same reaction. And so God is not worried about us making mistakes. His wisdom and his plan is bigger than the mistakes that mm -hmm. we might make. But he is interested in our character, sure. and he is interested in our effort. So we're not necessarily responsible for the outcome, yep. but we are responsible to use what he has given us. Um, and one point that you had made Gene, before we came into the studio, is, you know, you have to be very careful to not compare what you've been given to do with what someone else has been given to you, because mm -hmm. that can discourage you and make you do nothing. But God did not expect the person with two talents to have the same fruit as the person with five talents. He just expected them to use what they had. So don't compare what God has given you to do to what he's given someone else to do. Yep. Otherwise, you won't accomplish what he's given you to do. And you also won't have any joy in it because you'll be constantly, you know, looking at how someone else is doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, that can lead to things like envy and jealousy and competitiveness and pride. And, you know, because, again, it's I find this interesting when I when I see articles about uh, social media influencers that almost immediately in the first line they say how many followers they have. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll say so and so who has two million followers, you know. And you know, let's be honest, when when we see someone with two million followers, it gets our attention. Mm -hmm. And so we gotta be careful that we're not running after what's popular. Yeah. Well Instagram recently <clears throat> changed their system, it used to be that when you put up a post on Instagram, you could see exactly how many people liked it. And now they've changed it. So it will say, you and others have liked this. And people lost their yeah. minds. Isn't that something? <laughs> they lost their minds. Now they can see how many people liked it, but they don't care about that. Right. They want other, other people, people to sure. see how much their post has been liked. Right. And so th mm. they're trying to get, gain followers for themselves, right. not for any higher purpose than themselves. 
Um, so I wanted to read one of the last verses. Obviously, we, we don't have time to read the whole parable of the talents, but it's in Matthew 25 if you want to read it. But it ends like this. It says, to those who use well what they've been given, even more will be given, mm -hmm. and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have is going to be taken away. Mm. And so we talked about last week that there are people who say, I'm, I can't be an influencer because I don't know enough people. Mm -hmm. And we said, well, if you know one person, you can be mm -hmm. an influencer. Mm -hmm. And that's the starting place, right? If you are faithful with the people that God gives you, mm -hmm. he will increase your influence and increase your influence and increase your influence. But if you have a big platform and you waste it, he'll remove you from it. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I think a good question, again, another question that you can ask yourself is... You know, what are my talents? You know, mm -hmm. you can do a spiritual gifts assessment, find out kind of, you know, how God has created you. Um, but what are my talents? What, what, uh, what am I good at? Where do I see those, that fruit? And then apply myself in those areas. And it's very similar to the time. God, what do, you want, what do you want me to do with my time? What do you want me to do with my talents? Or resources. Resources, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. and, you, and I think people may find it very um, surprising that things that you have that you don't think are very valuable mm -hmm. could be very valuable for someone else. Because, again, if we go back to the loaves and the fish— I'm sure that little boy was. He's like, well, this is just my lunch, yep. right? But look what In a his night rider lunchbox. Look what, <laughs> but look what his lunch <laughs> did. Night rider. We may have to cut that out. Um, no, leave, leave that in. <laughs> but, but look what it did, right? And so, for someone whose whose resource may be, you know, an extra five bucks, mm -hmm. what could that do to to someone who has no, you know, someone has no money? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Or you're an encourager, and that's that's your resource. And so the ability to encourage others, you're yep. a teacher. The ability to teach, you know, whatever it happens to be. And I like what you said a minute ago, Josh, is that that the the Instagram, and you could probably do the same thing with Facebook or any other social media, is that they were upset that others couldn't see what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And therefore, God tells us that's your reward. Yes, your reward is going to be the the adulation of the the, the masses, but that's not an eternal one, right? right? Yep. If if we are submitting ourselves to God, then there's going to be an eternal uh, reward, and that's right. what I would rather see. Even if I didn't see it on earth, to be able to get to heaven and realize, hey, here are a bunch of people that. You know, I was blessed enough to be in relationship with who are now here. Mm -hmm. Right. And if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you, I promise you. There you go. Yes, that's right. Um, it was an ugly donkey, even. <laughs> yes. I, um, so we, we were talking about the parable of the talents, and, and the wicked servant was the one who just had a little bit. He only had a little, but his fear kept him... From serving God. But there's an example in Scripture of someone who only had a little but did serve God and did have the right heart. Yep. Do you want to you talk about that, yep. Gene? So this third one of treasure um, deals with the widow's might, and this is, um, you'll find this in Mark 12, 
and you'll also find it in Luke 21. And so, you know, Jesus sees this woman basically giving her two cents. You know, it's what we don't know if that's her last two cents, but she doesn't have a lot. But yet Jesus wants to draw our attention to the fact that she's doing that. Yeah. Right? Anytime Jesus says, you know, like the old, verily, verily, I say to you, you know, the, the King James, you know, every time I see verily, I'm like, I don't even know what it means, but I'm going to pay attention to what happens after that. Mm-hmm. You know, so if Jesus is using this as a teaching point, we should probably pay attention to it. And I think that the, the, the thrust of this is that she didn't have unlimited resources. She didn't have millions of dollars. She also was not uh, making a scene when she did it. Right. Right. Going clearing her throat and making sure everyone could see her as she put the money in the in the basket, she just put it in there. Yep. Right. Because the rich gentleman before her made a big to do sure. about look at the yeah. money yes. that yes. I am putting in the bucket. Right. Yep. And and so I think as we talk about this using what you have, that what is your treasure? Like mm-hmm. what what is valuable to you? Now, your treasure could be money, right, in this case, but it could also be your talents, right? It could be the other resources that you have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, and I've seen this happen, and we've, had, we've been blessed at Brookwood several times where people have donated cars, mm-hmm. you know, and then we've been able to give vehicles to, to single moms who don't have transportation, right? But that was, a, that was a treasure to that person, and it had value, but they took it and they gave it to God. And that's really what you're doing is you're you're saying, "Okay, God, you can have this and this this has value to me. This matters to me." Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes your treasure is your time, like what Doug said at the yeah. beginning. You can kind of see how these are all wrapped up. Um and it could be that you're talent you're a talented musician, right? Mm-hmm. But you spend your time practicing for CR or for re-engage or for Sunday morning as opposed to doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So a good question to ask yourself is, what treasure do I have? And here's the key to this. Don't evaluate it based on what you think is super valuable mm-hmm. to the world or for whatever standard, but does it matter to you? And ultimately, if God says it's a treasure, mm-hmm. then it's worth way more than you could ever, you couldn't get market value for it right. if it's, it has an eternal uh, value placed on it. Right. A sacrifice of your heart is always more valuable than the ticket value right. of something. Right. One of yeah. the things that I love about Brookwood, and I think is a sign that we're a healthy church, not that we don't have things to work on, every church does, because we're made up of human beings. But one of the things that I think shows that we're such a healthy church is you have so many staff people who are here all day, all week, they work here, most of their life is here, and then you will see them volunteering for free in mm-hmm. other areas of ministry, mm-hmm. Yep, because they're passionate about the work of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are that's not usually the case. No. You know, there's often where like, well, I've been there all week. I, I don't want to go back there. It's at my time. time. It's, it's my, my time. time. Like Doug said, it's so. my time. And um, we see a lot of staff at Brookwood who are mm-hmm. 
engaged in ministries that they're not connected to with their job, mm-hmm. volunteering their time because they care about the work of the kingdom. Cool. Doug, do you have anything you want to add to that? I just have this picture of Jesus standing by that, that box with the widow. Do you think he was mm-hmm. like standing there going, hey, uh, look, look over there. What, did, what is that person giving? How awkward would that mm-hmm. be? Mm-hmm. And yet somehow he knew exactly how much she put in. And uh, like you said, Josh, the, the value of what she put in was worth far more than the people who were putting in, you know, loads of money because she was giving of herself. She was giving what she had. Well, and she was trusting for provision, mm-hmm. right? So when the little boy gave his exactly. lunch, mm-hmm. he's trusting that he is still going to eat. Yep. When the widow gives her last two mites or her last two pennies, she's trusting that God is going to feed her mm-hmm. that week. Yeah. Right? And the same thing with the parable of the talents. You have people that are faithful that are like, it's okay to take a risk for God mm-hmm. because I trust the master. Yeah. But the one other guy who did nothing, yeah. he was afraid of the master. So he was paralyzed by fear. So, so yeah. it, it translates to, do you trust God exactly. to care for you if you sacrifice for others? Yeah, so it's really a heart thing. That's, that's mm-hmm. what the bottom line comes down to. Yeah. So I think as we kind of land this plane today, you know, a lot of good food for thought of, you know, what is, what is the, the state of my heart? You know, what, how, how do I look at time? How do I look at talents that I have? How do I look at the things that have the most value to me? And, you know, one thing that we didn't hit on, which I think, um, could, uh, an influence on people is sometimes the treasure is the thing that you want to do that you've had your heart set on Mm. career wise something like that whereas god is saying this is where this is where i'm calling you to yeah giving giving up something that your heart desires yeah so you know ask god this week you know if if you desire to be an influencer and and you want to make an impact for God what's getting in the way you know God will God will reveal those things and and he will prune you right we we've, we've talked a lot about pruning in the past as well too but i want to encourage you that you have what you need right now to get started like yes. Josh said i'll i'll end with this is is are you somewhere <laughs> and then what do you have, right? Look at both, and then just simply ask God, how do you want to use me? And start that process. It, it could be that he puts you in a place where you're learning more, right? Like a podcast of, of someone that has a lot of influence, and you learn some um, principles of how to be a leader and, and how to have influence. Uh, it could be someone that's in your circle right now that you you kind of take a step towards and you begin to have a deeper relationship with them. We don't know. But if you're, if you're going to ask that question of God, be prepared yes. and pay attention because yep. he will show you how he wants you to use the stuff that you have been entrusted with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good point. Doug, you want to you wanna end us, please, with I prayer? I would be Not happy to. Not end us, that's bad. Yeah, you want to end the podcast? <laughs> Yeah. Don't snap your finger, Thanos. Um, 
just how about we end the podcast and and with prayer that sounds better doesn't that, it that does sound better okay well, let's pray lord god thank you uh for the fact that uh you have called us um to be influencers in this world um that there are people that that are within our sphere that um that are unique to us uh so lord would you reveal to us who it is that you would like us to reach out to um, by the power of your spirit. But Lord, we also know that you have entrusted to us um, time and talent and treasure. Reveal to us, Lord, speak to us how it is that you want us to use those things for the sake of the kingdom. And Lord, your servants are listening. So would you please speak? And we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. If we can be an encouragement to you or you just want to connect with us at Brookwood Care Ministries, you can call us at 864-688-8355 or you can visit us at brookwoodchurch.org care.